Hello, welcome to Behind the Music Podcast. I am Bridget Devin, your host, and today I'm very excited to welcome Martin Welling. Martin is a singer-songwriter, and today we're going to talk about the artist's journey. Martin, I'm so excited to have you on here and hear about your life, your music, and just all things being a artist. Welcome. Thank you. Great to be with you, Bridget. So let's just start with, can you share with us about yourself? Well, as you mentioned, I'm a singer-songwriter. I, um, I started playing music um, when I was very young. Um, I, I was a professional musician in my youth and uh, did that for probably eight or nine years um, and uh, then got married and had kids and, and I had to, uh, had to take a job, a different kind of job, uh, follow a different kind of career. Um, so I got involved in IT uh, I was in a, an IT director for a large law firm in New York for about 20 plus years. Um, and uh, since leaving that job about eight or nine years ago, um, I've been pretty much doing music full time, uh, working with um, Shane Adams, uh, Artist Accelerator in Nashville uh, to get my music out to the world. And uh, um, I, you know, I, I write uh, my own songs. I record them here in my uh, basement studio um, and uh, putting them out on social media and my and on my website. Awesome. Oh, my gosh, that's amazing. What I like about that, too, is it kind of tells people that when you're an artist, your life may go in all these different directions, but you can still, like, come back and have, like you said, eight years of full time artistry. I absolutely love hearing that. I want to go back kind of to the beginning. Tell me about when you first picked up an instrument or you first, like, where was that first musical experience, either from a songwriting perspective or a listening perspective, just like when you fell in love? Well, I, I was, uh, I was a trombone player when I was young. Um, I actually played a fair amount of classical music. Uh, I was in symphony orchestras and, um, uh, at the same time, my interest in pop music and rock music grew. Uh, I was a teenager. I was listening to songs on the radio. Um, it was the you know the time of the British invasion and folk rock and then soul music and all of that stuff was happening. And, and I think that was really what whetted my appetite for uh, for songwriting. Uh, you know, I, I hear these songs on the radio and think, gee, if I was playing another instrument it's kind of hard to write songs on trombone, but maybe if I played another instrument, I could, I could write something like that. Um, and so I took up the guitar when I was uh, about 17, I think, and um, started playing and writing and, uh, and it, that's really kind of where it all got started. I love it. So you picked up the guitar, you knew you wanted to write. When you started learning, uh, was it kind of like a formal lesson experience or were you just listening? Um, and were you immediately writing once you started playing guitar? I, yeah, I, I'm a, I'm kind of a do it yourself, uh, guy. I'm, I taught myself to play guitar. I've, I've listened to, um, singer songwriters and just pick up their guitar licks. One in particular, James Taylor's early stuff, uh, just loved his first couple of albums. And, and I would just, you know, listen to the song and kind of figure out those acoustic guitar licks and, and, you know, and play them. And, and that's kind of how I learned to play guitar. I think I was doing a little bit of writing then, um, 
a friend of mine, a high school friend of mine and I used to skip out of English class and go down to the band room and, and we'd play piano and write stuff. Um, but I think I didn't really get into it seriously until I was in my 20s and I was playing professionally um, and, and doing some of my own songs and doing some cover songs, playing in bars and coffee houses. Oh, I love it. Can you paint the picture? What was it like um, in, the, in your early 20s and um, what kind of venues were you playing and how were you getting gigs and what, your, what did your band look like? Well, <laughs> a lot of the venues were empty. <laughs> I wasn't, uh, um, wasn't super successful as a solo artist, but I kind of made a scratched out a living. Um, I put together a band in the Washington area, DC area, uh, and we called it the Martin Welling Band because we couldn't agree on another name. And uh, we played um, in the DC area. We played down in Virginia, North Carolina, the um the maryland beach places and and we did a lot of different kind of um cover songs we did some steely dan some doobie brothers uh fleetwood mac um you know we probably did some, we, i think we did some beatles stuff and we you know we were several songwriters in that group so um we we did some original original songs um it's kind of a mixture of things, kind of interesting. Um, but uh, that band lasted, I think, about two years. And, and then I went kind of back to doing my solo uh, songwriting thing. And, and then, of course, I, I moved to New York, and, and that's where kind of where my IT career started. So tell me about that. When you moved to New York and you got into IT, where, where was music, how was it placed in your life um, if it wasn't in that professional sense? How did you keep that spark alive? Um, it was hard. I, you know, I, I, I got a job as a, in, in what was then known as a word processing department because um, I could type and, and I wasn't um, intimidated by computers. Um, and, uh, and, I, and I worked there and eventually moved into IT and, and the IT kind of grew over time. I, when, once I became IT director, it was a really intense full-time job. And of course, I had a family, um, wife and two sons. And so it was hard to keep doing music. I would do some late at night. I would, you know, play a little bit, write a little bit on the weekends. Um, but it was really just, you know, it was kind of um, hibernation mode, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that makes sense. Like we go through seasons in life. Did, um, even though it was in hibernation, did did you notice any like, evolution in your songwriting going through the you know being now a parent and a husband and working um did you see new themes pop up in songwriting yeah i think i think i think there was some maturation but i wasn't doing a lot of songwriting then so it's, it's hard to tell i'm i'm thinking back and i did actually put together a couple of bands in new york and and we played a little bit um we played at the bitter end at one point and uh, Kenny's Castaways and in the village, um, and I was doing some songwriting then. It was it was kind of moving in various different directions, but I don't know if being a parent influenced it that much. Just because it, you know, I wasn't really, it didn't really have that much time for for writing, and I wasn't it wasn't a great creative period for me. Oh yeah, so tell me about the last eight years. When what was it like in the beginning when you started coming back into your music? Right. Well, I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. Um, 
uh, I, I got a, a job doing some commercial music for uh, an ad uh, agency in New York City. Um, it was kind of an interesting job for, it was, a, it was an, an ad campaign for Prudential that focused on people who were starting their second career. So that was sort of a good fit for me. Um, and I did, I did some production and mixing work for a local singer, a singer songwriter here in Westchester. Um, I was a kind of a little bit at, at loose ends, wasn't quite sure where I wanted to go. I thought, um, I really wasn't doing much songwriting at the time. And I thought, you know, maybe I'll do, maybe I'll be, see if I can do some audio engineering or, you know, do some production work. Um, and it, it was that point where, um, where I took a, an online course at Berkeley, Berkeley, Berkeley College of Music. And I just, I really liked it. It was just a lot of fun. And, and so I, I, I enrolled at Berkeley. I actually never got my college degree at that point. I thought, well, you know, they have a lot of interesting music related courses and I'll, I'll enroll, I'll take some of those, uh, get my degree if, if I can stick it out. Um, and so I was, I was doing that. I was doing audio engineering courses and production and I took a songwriting course and it was one of those things where it, it kind of gets there's there's sort of a rebirth. We had to we had to write stuff every day, and so you know one day you're writing a chorus, and one day you're writing a verse, and then you have a project that's done at the end of the week. And I and I started you know it started up again, and I realized I can do this. You know I it's not you know I'm older, but you know I still I still got the creative juices, and I've still got the desire to express myself. And um, so I started writing and uh, started taking um, more songwriting courses. I ended up majoring in songwriting and music production. And, um, and I took a course in um, songwriting melody from this very nice fellow named Shane Adams, who's based in Nashville. And uh, at the end of the course, Shane approached me and said, gee, and I, really like to work with you, you know, see if, if we can get your music out into the world. And um, that's how our, our relationship began. And, and Shane and I have been working together for, I think, for almost four years now. Amazing. I love that. And um, so you did get your degree in, uh, yeah. oh, that's I awesome. I love that. Um, so, so one of the things I'm curious about is like, as an artist, there's so many different parts of being an artist. And, um, and something about that is where we find this like flow and we just get lost in it. Is there a part of whether it's songwriting, playing or what have you, where you just feel this immense amount of flow? When I think when I sit down usually in the afternoon and start trying to write and particularly if I'm trying to come up with a new song, um, I get that feeling cause I'll be sitting here with my guitar and I'll just, sort of ideas come in and I, I'm playing, you know, playing chords and riffs and singing with them and coming, trying to come up with melodies and lyrics. And sometimes you just kind of hit that sweet spot where it's sort of in, in your words flow, it flows and, and you've got something and you think, oh, okay, that could be a song. And, you know, you write it down and you, you know, turn on the, the turn on the Pro Tools and records some licks and um yeah i think that's that's in a way that's sort of the most creative part for me because that's where a song gets started 
Mm. And then of course there's like, okay, you, you've got, maybe you've got a half a chorus. Now, how do you turn it into a song? Well, that's, you know, then I write 20 verses and three choruses and then I <laughs> pull, then the pull work stuff starts. that didn't work. And you know, yeah, um, I mean, that, that sort of, that part takes discipline and, and just sort of diligence and, and, you know, obstinance um, to get, to get to the place where you actually have a song. But, there, but that beginning, I think there is that sort of creative flow. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit more about your experience working in the studio, whether it's like in your home studio or if you're actually like in an um, external studio. I'd love to hear about that. Um, yeah, I do. I do all my recording here uh, in in my home studio. Um, I've um, managed to acquire some some good you know, professional equipment. It's not, you know, this isn't Blackbird Studios in um, Nashville, but it's, you know, it's it's good solid stuff and mics and I've got, you know, good preamp and everything. Um, and so I, you know, uh, typically my, you know, my workflow, um, I, you know, start with a song that I've written. I'll usually play in a guitar part, um, sometimes an acoustic guitar part, sometimes an electric guitar part. Um, uh, then usually I'll sing in a scratch vocal and I'll start, you know, trying to put some drums in and bass and uh, other guitar parts, keyboard parts, um, and, and it's kind of build the song up over time. I've got another room back here where with a lot of acoustic treatment where I do my um, vocal recording and uh, acoustic guitar recording. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's all right here. Amazing. I love that. Um, well, as we're nearing the end, Martin, I'd love to hear a little bit about your vision. So what do you see in the next, let's say, three months, half year, year and beyond? Um, well, I, I, you know, I, I've been um, I've been posting my songs on social media and on my website for the last few years. And uh, I think what what I see happening over the next few months, at least, is um, releasing some new songs, um, posting on social media pretty regularly, probably, you know, at least once a week, maybe um, twice a week with um, short form videos with maybe, you know, this interview um, with uh, just, you know, announcements about uh, upcoming events, um, talking about a live stream and uh, and then and you know the the release full time full release of the of the new website so i think um there's just a lot of stuff that that's you know kind of in the offing and and um you know hope everybody uh it tunes in and and keeps an eye out for for my my new content it is such a pleasure to work with martin welling and share his story with you all up next is a preview of his latest song gotta believe you can check out the whole song on his website www.martinwelling.com We'll be back next month with a fresh interview with Martin, so stay tuned and enjoy the preview. Gotta believe that the world is getting better